When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator. From fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of the Hawk Chronicles. So, what was the deal with your two suspects? When I walked by, I heard them speaking some language. I'm not sure. I, I think it was maybe Russian. If these two weren't aliens, we could just arrest them and be done with it. Well, their presence here would be hard to explain. You guys will need to adjust your internal clocks. Galaz is about three quarters the size of your Earth, and it takes, according to my conversion chart here, about 20 of your Earth hours to rotate. Will we be ready to use the ore bard soon? We are undergoing the final test now. The shuttle crew reported that all systems operated flawlessly. What of our Professor Lin? After encouraging him to think of the welfare of his family, he has decided to join us. As to Agent Hawk, what have you heard? At best, she'll be unavailable for duty for months. Then for now. She is no concern to me. I would assume you're looking for an update on Kate. So, is there anything new? The soon begin reconstruction of her larynx. It's getting worse. I can see lightning balls. Brace for impact when I give the command. We're going to crash. And now, episode 92, Bird Down. 10,000. Airspeed subsonic. Sending delta wings, releasing drogue. Jim, you're gonna have to help me. What do you need me to do? We've lost the all control. This craft yaw is controlled by thrusters only. We have no rudders. If we land sideways, it will not be a pretty sight. You don't have landing gear, do you? Skids. Or more appropriately, skis. Imperative that we keep on a straight line. If we yaw, we're done. So what do I do? You're gonna have to control our yaw with a port thruster. If we yaw left, increase the thruster's power. It will just be like pressing the right rudder in the aircraft you used to fly. And if we yaw right? Set the lever to the detent, then bump it down in small increments for reverse thruster. Oh boy, this would be nice if I could practice. Unfortunately, we don't have that luxury. 5,000 and I have a visual on the landing strip. You mean that cow pasture? I'm not sure what a cow is, but yes, that pasture. All right, we're yawing right. Reversing thrust. Little too much. Tricking. Man, this thing is sensitive. All right, turn stop. You're doing great, Jim. Just concentrate. Can you use your telescopic vision to scan the field? I don't know if I can do both. I have the thruster control. You have the thruster. Scanning. Oh, the light's really getting low. Switching forward to screen to night vision. Whoa, what a difference. Okay. It looks like there might be obstructions down the left side. Maybe uh, some small boulders. The right side's your best bet. Looks nice and smooth. Very well. You have the thruster control. I have the thruster controls. 2500 in the clear. Turbulence nominal. Keep that nose straight. I'm working on it. Uh, it reminds me of the first time I tried to hover a chopper. 
I saw one of those ones. They weren't meant to fly. If you can fly one of those, you can do this. Well, this bucket wasn't meant to glide, either. One thousand. On course, on glide path. She'll do just enough to set us down. Set us down, yeah. But how about bringing us back? We'll worry about that later. Number one priority now is to survive this landing. Five hundred. I'm going to bank right a bit. I'll need a touch of reverse thruster on three, two, one. Nice job. We're lined up right side. Try to contact the Mercury. Mercury, Bat 1. Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Bat 1 on TACCOM 1. Over. Mercury, do you read? Over. Negative contact. We lost starboard thrusters. Executing emergency landing on Alpha 1. Bat 1 out. Well, we're on our own. On final, this is where our yaw is critical. On it. Flaring. Brace for impact. Brace for impact. We should have heard from them by now. Try to contact them on our TAC channel. Bat 1, this is Mercury. Do you read? Over. Bat 1, this is Mercury on TACOM 1. Do you have a copy? Over. Negative contact. We will continue to monitor if you read. Mercury out. Should I try other frequencies? Nah, there's too much of a risk. Rage could be monitoring open frequencies. We'll stick to our plan. Go ahead and set up a re-entry program to the old airstrip. If you still haven't received the confirmation signal by then, send the message to Commander Sims and inform him of the situation. I'm going down to ready the scout vehicle in case we need it. Aye, sir. After you send the message, let's go into stealth mode, just in case they encountered a rage patrol. If they saw the bat, they're going to be looking for its host vehicle, and I'm sure they would know that would be us. Do you want to go dark? Let's hold off on that. Just initiate our anti-radar system. If we pick up any pings, go dark. This isn't exactly the way I expected this mission to start. I've had a bad feeling about this all along. Why is that, sir? Seems like every time we deal with the IDF or Rage, we end up getting hijacked, captured, shot at, or something. I think it's PTSD. What? Flashbacks to being trapped in the safe room with Sheena when, when the ship was seized by Rage. Really? Yeah, all of that time, trapped with a female Jabotin. Sheena wasn't that bad. Okay, maybe she looked at me funny when we were running out of food, but nothing bad happened. Sheena was, above all, a good pilot. Her skills are legendary among pilots. That they are, but so are yours. I want to thank you again for taking over. I really didn't expect to make you a combat pilot. And I want to thank you for the opportunity. The Prometheus was a good ship, but I have to say the Mercury has grown on me. I better get down to the scout vehicle and do my pre-op. Everyone okay? Yeah, we're all thumbs up. We have to open the door manually. Alright, men. Set up a temporary perimeter defense. Whoa. It looks like our comm antenna took a direct lightning strike. Our whole comm system was fried. I won't be able to send a confirmation signal to the Mercury. Ah, she's out of my range. We'll have to hunker down, per our plan, and wait for Nate. Are you picking up anything? Negative. I, I've been scanning frequencies. I don't detect any wireless signals, which is really strange. I mean, everywhere else I've been, I've picked up something. Radios or 
TV, shortwave, internet, Wi-Fi, but here, not even static. This is a purely primitive planet. The only modern thing you'll find here is us, or rage. Speaking of primitive, I guess we better keep an eye out for the indigenous inhabitants. With no electronics, we won't be able to detect them with any of our senses. It'll be pitch dark soon. Teak will have to make a night landing. The Mercury has the same night vision capabilities as the Bat. Their panoramic camera can see perfectly in the dark. All she'll have to do is polarize their forward screen, or windshield as you call it, and fly with the camera instead of visual. Well, per our plan, Nate will be uh, waiting one time unit. That'll take him, what, uh, some time to land, another time unit to get out of here. So, in my time scale, we got maybe two hours before help comes. In the meantime, we'll go ahead with our camouflage plan. Help me get the netting out of the cargo bin. Rage may have drone scouts in the area. That I'll be able to detect. Hawk residents. Mr. Hawk, this is Dr. Baker, Walter Reed. Yes, sir, we've been expecting your call. I'm going to put you on speaker. My daughter Kelly is also here. Okay, go ahead. Can you both hear me okay? Yes. Yes, thank you for calling. My pleasure. I'm sure you're both concerned about Kate's progress. Yes, we are. Why haven't we been able to see her? We understand your concern, Kelly, but we have to keep Kate's best interests in mind. In her current condition, she wouldn't know if you were there or not. And, to be quite honest... In her current condition, you wouldn't recognize her. I think I'd know my own sister, Dr. Baker. I understand your desire to see her, but it's best if you let us do what we do. You will be able to see her, if all goes well, within a week. I hope you understand Kelly's impatience, but I've been struggling with this too. But if we can see her within a week's time, that's good news. We'll do everything we can to make that happen. So, what's next for her? Is it like one of those devices people put against their throat and sound like a robot? Not quite. This will be implanted and it will electronically replicate her voice. It won't be as clear as, say, a home electronic assistant or GPS, but it will be much better than a Shikani speaking valve. How is her overall health? She's an exceptionally strong woman. She's apparently led a life of strict dietary choices and, as I understand it, an avid distance runner. All these factors have helped her tremendously. Her heart is strong. She's now breathing on her own, and all these factors have encouraged us to move forward with the tracheal surgery. When will the surgery take place, and when will we be able to see her? As I said, within a week, we hope. We plan to operate tomorrow morning. We need a recovery period of at least two days. She'll need physical therapy and, most likely, psychological counseling to deal with all this trauma. I suppose I can wait five or six days, but I'm not going to be happy if this turns out to be some sort of stalling tactic. Sorry, Dr. Baker, but what I think Kelly is saying is that there have been a lot of unanswered questions throughout this whole ordeal and a little bit of stonewalling from the government. Let me assure you, I have nothing to do with any of that. My only concern is Kate's recovery, and you can be sure that I and my staff are doing everything possible for her. And we appreciate that. Will you be contacting us when she's ready for visitors? Not at this time. Thank you so much for calling, Dr. Baker. Yes. Thank you, Doctor. My pleasure. Good day. Well, that was somewhat reassuring. Five days. That's all I'll give them. Then what? You going to storm Walter Reed? If that's what it takes. 
I have just received an encrypted message from the Mercury. Encrypted? That means they've begun phase two of their mission plan. What's the message? Bat-1 has detached and established re-entry position. Mercury will remain in geosynchronous orbit and await confirmation on landing. We'll advise when boots are on the ground. Excellent. Forward the message to the controller with its present encryption. Forwarding as commanded. Very well. Commander. Yes, George. Why are they putting their boots on the ground? It's just an expression. They'll be in them. Fascinating. So when you give someone the boot, your foot is still in them? No, that's another expression, meaning you are kicking someone out, but you're not really kicking them out. It's figurative. And when you start my processor and you say that you are booting me up... It comes from the term bootstraps, which you would use to put on your boots. But Commander, I do not have boots. Again, just an expression. So I take it that boot camp is not a camp for boots? <laughs> no, it refers to uh, simply very basics. So what is boot scootin' boogie? Well, now, you got me on that one. I'm receiving a hail from Controller 3. Monitor, please. I will boot him up immediately. Sir, Commander Sims, how may I help you? I just received confirmation that the expeditionary crew has begun Phase 2 of the operation. Yes, sir. I forwarded the message as soon as it was received. My concern is that they made no mention of the Mercury's departure from orbit per the Phase 2 plan. Sir, we weren't privy to the entire plan but he did say that they would remain in orbit until he had confirmation that the bat had landed safely. Would you like me to contact Captain Nate? Give them one time cycle. If they have not confirmed their departure, link me to the Latumus portal relay for messaging. Yes, sir. I will contact you if Captain Nate sends confirmation. If I don't hear from him in one time cycle, I will set up a relay and notify you. Excellent. I am quite concerned about the loyalty of Captain Nate. Personally, sir, I think Captain Nate is reliable. It was Captain Rogers who was the rogue, and Nate followed his orders. Still, he was to leave orbit as soon as the Bat detached and set himself up as a decoy to lure Rage fighters away from the Bat's landing site. I'm sure he has a good reason to delay his departure. There could be traffic in the area, and he doesn't want to be seen departing his current position. Another concern was perhaps for Agent Barnes. Maybe he wanted to make sure Barnes was safe. That's quite an optimistic view, Commander. I certainly hope you are right. I will await your notification. Controller 3, out. The controller is clear. Shall I give him the boot? Uh, no, George. He's the boss. You can't boot the boss. I will never comprehend human idioms. Director. Miss O'Neill, please come in. It's been a long day. Have a seat. Thank you, sir. I have the end-of-the-day report for you concerning Operation Phoenix. How's our patient doing? The last report we got from Fillion was that Agent Hawk is stabilized and they hope to operate within three days. So with a time delay from Fillion, that may be as early as tomorrow. Yes, sir, but we have a small issue. We had our doctor call Horace and Kelly and he relayed that she would be operated on tomorrow and that they might be able to see her in maybe five to six days. Well, obviously, that's not going to happen. Given the length of the operation and time lag, we might not even know her condition for another three days. Why did he tell her five to six days? Someone dropped the ball. I think whoever prepared the brief for the doctor neglected to account for the time delay. Even accounting for it, six days would be too soon. If they rolled her right out of the OR and stipped her back here, it would be cutting it close. We need a cover for this. I'm working on that now. My thinking is that we need to schedule a visit for Horace and Kate. We could see about arranging it when Kelly is working. 
It's going to be hard. She's very suspicious. Believe me, I know. I learned a lot from my one visit with her. And what was that? Not to have two visits. <laughs> yeah, she can be a handful. I think getting Horace in there to buy some time is our only option. For maybe a day. Until we move Kate to another location. Another location? In our cover story. Ah, I see. You mean somewhere like the Mayo Clinic? Yes. Horace sees her and gives consent to move her to the Mayo Clinic or a West Coast hospital for recovery and therapy. And she'll get right on a plane and be there before Kate would arrive. We're going to leave that part up to Horace. He's going to have to convince her to stay and let Kate acclimate to her new voice and deal with the facial disfigurement. Do you think he can do that? He'll have to. We have no choice. Perhaps. Perhaps? If it's in Minnesota or the West Coast, she'll most likely fly. Ah, if she flies, we're Homeland Security. I'm sure we can find a way to delay her, or have her mistakenly show up on a no-fly list, or perhaps her ticket gets electronically lost. You know, sometimes it scares me what we can actually do. We do what we must to protect this country, and in the case of Kelly Merritt, to protect the IDF. I'll contact Horace and see if we can work out a time when Kelly is distracted or unavailable. We'll set up a bogus appointment with the doctor for Horace. He'll just have to deal with her on his own. The man deserves a medal. Everything ready to go? Yeah, the scout vehicle's checked out. If we have to go to the surface, I can get to them pretty fast. I'm taking extra supplies and first aid materials. I hope you don't need them. That makes two of us. I can take the con. Go ahead and start your rest cycle. If it's all the same to you, Captain, I'd prefer staying on the controls. I really can't sleep not knowing if they're all right or not. I appreciate that, Tika. But if we have to go to the surface, I'm going to need you well-rested and sharp for landing. There aren't exactly any landing strips down there. We may have to execute a VTOL landing. Vertical landings are my strong suit, Captain. I can handle it. I don't doubt that a bit. Go and get some rest. I'll call you if we receive any notification from them. I'd rather do a day landing anyway. Sir, you know we can land on instruments and night vision with no problem. If we land in the day, it'll be easier with the scout vehicle. But the main reason is in case we encounter any indigenous peoples. They'd be less spooked if we saw us in the daylight. I'm afraid that if they heard us coming through the bush, they'd attack first and ask questions later. Now take your rest break. Aye, sir. Bat 1, Mercury over. Bat 1, this is the Mercury on TACCOM 1. Do you copy over? Negative contact, Mercury out. Where are you guys? Where are we anyway? As we were landing, I didn't recognize any of the terrain from our briefings. With no satellites around this planet, we can only go by these scans made by the IDF. They're pretty recent. So we should be able to rely on them. Say, uh, does this thing have an emergency locator beacon? Yes, it's activated now, but due to the exterior damage from that ion storm, its range is pretty limited. It most likely won't penetrate the atmosphere. It should be out of Rage's range. Hopefully Nate will follow our re-entry path and pick it up. Oh man, this whole planet's one major ore deposit. I don't imagine a traditional compass will work here. Does it even have a magnetized pole? Absolutely. On this planet, it's due west, and it's pretty strong. Otherwise, solar winds would destroy its ozone layer, 
and the ultraviolet rays would do us in. Well, one good thing is that this planet has no industrial or man-made pollution, so the ozone should be safe. Camouflage looks pretty good, if I do say so myself. Yeah, we better be careful or we lava to walk right into it. Speaking of walking right into something, I get the feeling we're not alone. The squad is setting up a perimeter of motion and night optical sensors. If anything gets close, we'll know about it. We'll have two-hour shifts, so we can all get at least a little sleep. Well, if Nate follows the plan, which I'm sure he will, he'll come after us, and my guess is he'll want to do it at first light. Our primary objective of Professor Lin is dead in the water right now. No use rescuing him if we can't get off the planet. Our main mission now is to hunker down and await rescue. If Nate can keep the Mercury here on the surface, then we'll address the main mission. Sounds like a plan. All right, it's pretty late. We need to look at the rest of these videos with fresh eyes. I've got a couple of interesting ones here. You mind if I take Nelson and Soren with me tomorrow? I don't think that would be a problem. I'd recommend Nelson. Because of his bomb expertise? No, because he's not Soren. What? Don't get me wrong. I mean, Soren's a nice guy, and from what I understand, a well-respected detective, but he's like a tourist on steroids. Can we stop here, and can we go there, or can I buy this or that? Who has the best ribs, and who sells the best boots? It's like being on a game show with that guy. All right, Nelson, it is. Say, you're not just trying to keep Soren all to yourself, are you? <laughs> I don't think so. I'll keep him busy with something else. You know, I've had a funny feeling about both of those guys from the get-go. Why is that? A rookie cop from Baltimore and a Danish detective here working our case. Well, Nelson, in spite of being a rookie cop, comes from a well-respected demolition family. He's an expert in the field. So why isn't he working the bomb squad in Charm City? The very reason he joined law enforcement, to get away from the family business. And now he's right in the middle of it. I guess Soren is here because he worked a similar case in Sweden. And why was a Dane working a Swedish case? That puzzles me too. And you ask way too many questions, which is why I chose you to be on this task force. So I'm going home, unless you want to know why I'm on the team too. I'm good on that. See you in the morning. Hey. Any news? Did I call you? No. Then there wasn't any news. You still have a couple of time units left on your sleep cycle. I got enough. Besides, it will be dawn soon. Well, since you're here, prep for deorbit. But first, send that message to the BSS that Bat-1 didn't check in, and per our mission orders, we're going to go to the surface for possible extraction. Aye, aye, sir. You think they're okay? Yes. They're in a battle-armored troop transport, heavily armed, on a primitive planet where the most advanced weapon is a sharp stick. Of course they're okay. What is it? What's going on? You better get out here. What the? I think we have a welcoming party. There must be hundreds of torches, and they're all around us. Maybe they came to invite us to lunch? Yeah, as a guest, or the main course. As the crew met with Fend or Foe, what will happen when Kelly's not allowed to see Kate? How long will the team be able to keep the truth from Detective Barnsworth? Find out the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Ring of Fire. There are many things that we can all do that may help stop the spread of the coronavirus. 
But one thing we can all do is to have a plan in case you do get sick. First, consult with your health care provider for more information about monitoring your health for symptoms suggestive of COVID-19. Second, stay in touch with others by phone or email. You may need to ask for help from friends, family, neighbors, community health workers, or more if you become sick. And finally, determine who can care for you if your caregiver gets sick. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone.